Welcome back to another episode of the Best Minutes Podcast. Each week, Movies by Minutes hosts examine the 1946 William Wyler-directed film, The Best Years of Our Lives, one minute of screen time per episode. I'm Murrin, uh, and I did the Point Break Minute podcast, and I'm on the, fa- the Cast and the Furious currently, which we're, uh, we'll put out another episode at some point. Uh, but right now I'm doing this. We're talking about the best years of our lives. I feel like I'm going, I kind of have an NPR tone going now. Just kind of a calm, just going to be relaxed. You're having to just sort of relax in this one, not try and do too much. Uh, anyway, I have a, a, I, my, my guest to talk about the best years of our lives, my dad, Bob Keckley. How are you doing, Bob? I'm doing well. Good to be here. Yeah, good to be here as well. Talk about Frederick March and Myrna Loy. This is minute, I believe, 66. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, no, 66, the way we're counting it. And in this minute, uh, Al and Millie are in the bedroom. She just came in with his breakfast and he's saying, uh, no, I, I, I just, I've had this dream so many times. Uh, I, I don't even remember if it's real. Uh, you know, am I really home? I wanted to find out if it's really true. Uh, she says, yes, it's true. Am I, uh, you're really home. And uh, she's kind of making the bed up a little bit. She says, you're going to be royally treated. You're having breakfast in bed. Then he asks about the kids. So, uh, yeah, there's still kind of what we talked about last week. Uh, they're figuring out what their relationship is now. Um, having been apart so long, re- getting reacquainted. And it's still, it's, it's a nicely played scene and it's kind of awkward. Yeah, and it, and it plays off of uh, all the awkwardness that happened the night before. Yeah, and, or yeah he, was you know, be, he was behaving differently than she would remember. Yeah, and, and, all, and with the kids too. And that's part of the reason he opted to take them out on the town and get drunk because he just couldn't face it. He just couldn't, yeah. you know. And so they're looking for their intimacy. And this mm-hmm. is the scene where they get to find it. And yeah. It, and it, we find it a few uh, lines later. He's like, I thought we had a couple of kids. What happened to them? And then you start, you realize that he really doesn't remember any of yesterday that well. <laughs> He's, he doesn't remember seeing his kids again, <laughs> or not at first. Yeah. And yeah, she's like, oh, yeah. Uh, and then she says, oh, Rob's gone off to school and Peggy's driving Fred back to his apartment. And he goes, Fred? And he's like, yeah, oh yeah, Fred. <laughs> he's a nice guy. So he's yeah. still, he's just, it's all, it's coming back to him now. Everything yeah. that happened the previous day. But probably not all that clearly still. Yeah, I'm sure know. it's very oh, fuzzy. Yeah, and... maybe, maybe Fred, maybe I did see Fred last night. You know, he, he probably doesn't remember any of the details. But, uh, and he just met Fred yesterday. That's uh, true. <laughs> on their flight. <laughs> So yeah. uh, I think he just, it took him a second to remember who Fred was. Um, and, you know, he might've been, you know, who knows the last time he slept before that, you know, he was probably pretty tired. They all were, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. 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 So that's, uh, he's still recovering from the night before, which was the result of not wanting to face reality or face his, mm-hmm. face his family really. Yeah can be the hardest thing to face sometimes. So I've been told in movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So then they, it, it's still a little bit awkward. And uh, she's like, oh, all right. She, uh, she's made his bed. She has the tray without the flowers. 
Um, but she's, you know, doing, she's doing what, uh, she thinks she should do, which is sort of treat, you know, treat him nicely, take care of him, uh, which is a role that you can, you know, it seems it's an easy role to fall into, you know, to start off. Be a caretaker. Yeah, it's, and it's sort of like, they're both waiting for the other one to, uh, initiate some kind of intimacy. Yeah. To, yeah. To, to. Yeah, and I was talking about in the last minute, he started talking about his dream a little bit. He was saying I, he was sort of showing a little bit of vulnerability there, but it was still kind of, it wasn't all the way. And it was more, and it was still about figuring out what was going on too. I think he, he is literally disoriented. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it wasn't just a fig, it wasn't just sort of a figure of speech. But that's the first time since he got home that he shared anything real. Yes, yes, that was it. Was a step. The rest of it has always been all had been, you know, just going through motions of one kind or another, in, including you know the gifts for his son. You know that was really. There was no feeling in it. It was just like yeah, oh, like this is what I should do, and yeah, yeah. I'm sure he, you know, when he when he got the sword, he was thinking like, oh, I should I should give this to my son, or I, I don't know. But it, his son has, I mean. It, the relationship between him and his wife has changed, but his son might be the most different because his son has probably grown the most. Right. Since and, he left. And, and we they don't, don't really get, explore that. No, in fact, I don't think we see the son again, do we? I, we probably, we probably see him, but he, I don't know if he has any lines. Uh, I mean, I'm sure he's at like the wedding at the end, at least. Oh, maybe so. I'm sure. Yeah. I think he shows up, but he, he's, he's not really developed. He's as a basically character not a character in the movie. But, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but uh, yeah, it, the, it could have been interesting to explore that, but that would be a different movie. And this movie yeah. is already uh, what two and a, two hours forty five, something like that. It's, yeah. it's pretty long already. Uh, so yeah, he's uh, um, he's about to get breakfast in bed. She has the the breakfast on the tray. So uh, the, the character themes we're talking about this are pretty much the same as the last minute. So I figured I'd I'd ask um, just for fun uh, if you're going to get breakfast in bed on a tray. Uh, what's what's your ideal breakfast in bed? Oh, me? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think well, it's usually a nice thing most people like. Yeah. Yeah, I do like it. Um, the, the, the big deal for me is to uh, get the hot coffee on there with, um, oh. with some nice toast. Uh, if it's, you know, if it's convenient, I, I like um, some scrambled eggs and toast. And, uh, but, you know, the, the difficulty is to keep it hot. Yeah, so, that's true. Uh, so, so now, you know, I, I'd rather have something. Uh, if it's not going to stay hot, I'd rather just have some yogurt and, you know. Yeah, you fruit, can do like granola with some yogurt, yeah. a, a parfait or something yeah. like that, fruit salad. Toast is okay when it's not piping hot. But, uh, you know, if you're going to have oatmeal or, or scrambled eggs, then you, you really want to have that hot right off the... Yeah, right off yeah. The so... But you know, no. I've seen I've seen in um, in other situations in a movie where they actually have a plate with a cover over it. You know. In oh the, yeah, a cloche yeah. almost yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure yeah, that's that's the, a solution. I'm thinking of my man Godfrey with William Powell, and he played a butler, and and he had to take these uh, fancy trays to everybody. 
in the, you know, everybody had breakfast in their room. Oh, but, and he had to deliver them uh, one by one. So you can't, you know, you got to keep, find some way to keep right. them hot and because there was the, yeah, so. the last person you deliver breakfast to is going to be disappointed. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I was trying to think of some invention. A fancy way to do it, yeah. I was <laughs> trying to think of like, oh, there, I wonder if in like a Hammaker Schlemmer magazine, you know, the or Sky Mall, uh, they would have something like, here's a, a breakfast a breakfast in bed tray that'll keep your food hot. But then the danger is uh, catching the, the bed sheets on fire, I would imagine. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. There's a, you're bringing in like a, a, an electrical heater or, or something like that that you're putting right on the bed. <laughs> yeah, and pretty the, dangerous. you know, the other issue is, you know, if you have a tray that's supposed to be, that you're supposed to put in your lap and it has legs on it mm -hmm. and, and it goes on the, on the mattress, it's a, it's a little wobbly, could be. But uh, you know, my sister-in-law Carol had a, a special uh, piece of equipment that um, her husband got for her, where it's actually a tray uh, that's on a swing that's attached to the bed, oh. and you just bring it over when you're that's ready. That's very to, good. Yeah, it's a it's a pretty nice deal. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I would say, uh, yeah, I, I don't, I don't remember the last time I've had breakfast in bed or been served breakfast. We, uh, we, I don't, we don't own a tray that would do the job. So it's not, uh, not something we do too much. Uh, but if it were to happen, I mean, uh, keeping it hot could be an issue, but if that's, if we're putting, setting that aside, I mean, you know, pancakes are so nice. Oh yeah, a nice yeah, pancake. If, if we're having a nice treat, breakfast in bed, uh, we might as well go with the go with that for me. I would say. Um, and I like pancakes. I actually I, I made a pancake, a big pancake today, and I had uh, leftover cranberry sauce on that. Oh, that sounds that was, good. That was really yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, that's excellent. I would go with that. Yeah, it was. I think quite I good. have some, so maybe I have to do that tomorrow. Now that you mention it, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, Cran cranberry sauce. Uh, a lot of different, a lot of good uses for that. I would say uh, something maybe. Maybe we should uh, have cranberry sauce not just for Thanksgiving, at any <laughs> yeah. time. Any time. That's right. You can use it for all sorts yeah. of things. It's basically just jam with a little mm -hmm. bit of tartness. It is. Yeah. Reminds um, me of lingonberry jelly or. It's it's similar. Jelly. Yeah, you yeah, and that that's good on pancakes too. A little bit tart. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, that's the breakfast in bed uh, bit. Um, next, at the end of the minute, uh, she she puts the tray down on the bed, and he uh, she says, "There's your breakfast." And he says, "I have work to do," <laughs> and then he grabs her wrist, and it's almost it's almost tense for a second, but then they go in for a big Hollywood kiss, yeah. and the tension sort of relieved, and they're like, "Okay, they're they they made it." You know, they, they made it through the, the awkward period and uh, they're going to be okay. And they are, for the, they're, they're kind of like, they're okay for this point. The sort of the conflict transitions to the daughter right. uh, after this point. And so that's the end of the scene, right? Where yes. we just fade to nothing kind of thing with, well, yeah. uh, we, we just assume that it went from there. Yeah, I mean, it's 1946. They can't just keep going. Uh, they have <laughs> yeah. to just cut to something else. Oh, so this now, is when he when he said uh, I have work to do, is that what he meant? Well, she she says I have work to do. Oh, okay. I, I Presumably yeah. housework. Housework, I, right? I don't think right. she has a job besides. Although I don't know if if you're a soldier in World War II, I guess his he would be able to send money home. 
So I don't think she she would have had to get a job to support yeah. the family. I think it was I think it was housework. Yeah, that's probably what she meant. Yeah, Just, I think uh, it, it seems like what Fred says later is like he was paid very well to to be a soldier. I mean, he had a higher rank, but he was he got a good paycheck to be in the war, and I think. I imagine he, Al did too, even though it was a lower rank. It was probably enough to support the family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know, but I, I imagine it's how she, she, we don't hear about her having a job. So I'm going to assume she has, says she has housework to do. And it's kind of just like, a, well, I feel kind of awkward here. I don't know what's happening. He kind of looks at her weird too. Like he has kind of a serious look on his face and you're not sure what's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, and I remember when I first saw it, I was like, what's happening here? I don't they're like, Okay. They're okay. They're fine. Yeah. So they were trying to get through the awkwardness and that was, they, they both had their ways to try and do it. Yeah. 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 Good scene. I, I like the way they play it. Uh, I wanted to talk about this, which is uh, something I've, something I wondered about for years and I, I just started to sort of figure it out. That's a weird way to put it. I, I, I started, I, I've heard people like I'm, I'm finding out the, the reasoning for it, I guess. I always wondered, in black and white movies, why do they kiss weird? And uh, it's in, the, in this one, I think it counts. You don't, you never see them, you never see their lips touch. And in old movies, mostly, they just sort of mash their faces together uh, and just kind of like, <laughs> that's, how, that's how I can best describe it. They just mash their faces together. You don't see any lip action and I thought, I think that's, I think it's a code thing. Like the, the, uh, there's a certain period of movies where it was very restrictive about what you could show. Yeah. Right. If there were some tenderness, then you'd see something more complicated and they didn't want to see that. Yeah. Is that what yeah. you mean? I can yeah. see maybe the case. Yes. I believe uh, uh, I, I did a little bit of research. There's a pretty nice, um, article uh for the new york times by a uh, reviewer a.o scott talking about the history of kissing in movies and it's just interesting to me how it's changed it's like uh yeah and this one is definitely yeah it falls into the category where they're just kind of like the music does most of the work it's right like swelling you know he, right. he takes her in his arms the music swells and you just get it but then there's you know in later movies you see much more passionate you know detailed kissing right and they're supposed i think they're trying to make it look passionate because they yeah. really uh, yeah, it, do it, a it, strong it, embrace i definitely get that but yeah it, it does look like it doesn't look quite real i guess um, right. not how most people would do it no it's definitely like <laughs> a, an act very acty you know movie kind of look to, the, to yeah. what they're doing right and yeah, I just, I just think it's interesting that that, that changed a lot. Apparently, uh, so a few things from uh, the history of kissing. The first kiss was in a, a short film made by Thomas Edison in 1896. Oh. Uh, and then the, there was uh, certain milestones. Uh, the first interracial kiss was Island in the Sun, which is a movie I, I had not heard of before. Oh, I haven't I think either. that was in the 60s or maybe late 50s. Um. Uh, yeah, I, I wasn't able to find, I, I think uh, 
there was the the first open mouthed kiss, as they put it, was in a movie. I believe it was called Flesh and the Devil, which is uh, <laughs> appropriately titled. And that was in the twenties, I think, which was pre code. Um, if I, I think I'm right about that. Um, huh. Wow. Well, I'm reminded of uh, the the wonderful clip from um, Cinema Paradiso, mm-hmm. uh, where. They, during his childhood in that movie, uh, everything was censored in this small town mm-hmm. uh, theater. And all the, the pieces, snips of film that were clipped out were saved by the old guy and then put together at the end, you see them all in a row. Mm-hmm. All, all, all these- uh, All the censored pieces. All the censored pieces, which were mostly kisses. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, every different kind, so <laughs> from yeah. from and all black and white too. Yeah, of, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> that's cool. I was uh, thinking about uh, we talked about Hoagie Carmichael before, mm-hmm. um, who was plays Butch uh, in this movie and uh, of Butch's he, place. Yeah, at Butch's place. And uh, he, uh, as we talked about, uh, got his uh, start in two years earlier in To Have and To Have Not, uh, directed by Howard Hawks. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Howard Hawks uh, discovered him uh, at a party where he's oh. playing piano and just decided this guy, uh, you know, he probably talked to him, found that he was personable and all that. But, so uh, he discovered him. Was, was Hoagy Carmichael not known before that? Uh, he was probably known, but not like what he looked like. He was just okay. as a, as a name because. Yeah. And he, I guess like in those days, you without the internet and, you know, big, you, know, you might see pictures in magazines, but only of the most famous celebrities. So it wouldn't be. Yeah. Like, yeah maybe you'd you know, see like, his picture on a piece of sheet music. Maybe, maybe. like musicians knew him, you yeah. know, knew the name, but yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's how he got his start. He he did play a piano player uncredited back in 1937 in a movie called Topper, with Roland Young and Cary Grant. Uh, but that's just you know, <laughs> he was yeah. just there uh, playing the piano. Mm-hmm. Nice. Always get to good good to get more uh, Hoagy Carmichael stuff. Well, yeah, that's that's the end of the minute. I think we'd probably call it there. Uh, yeah, pretty similar to the last bit. Uh, at the end of the, the the minute, we get a little bit of a car parking, but we'll we'll talk about that in the next one. So until next time, this has been the Best Minutes Podcast. Uh, you can uh, find the Best Minutes Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Play, or at the main site, thebestminutes.com. Uh, social media is available at Butch's Place, the Best Years of Our Lives Listeners Cafe on Facebook and on Twitter at The Best Minutes. In closing, uh, please join us next time on The Best Minutes Podcast. Hey, Joe. You better hurry up out there because she's taking off soon. Right, thanks. Come on, Taylor.